So I went to change her, I took a nappy off and dickhead wasn't thinking straight. Instead of putting a nappy underneath first to whip off the old one so the new one's still there, I just took a nappy off and as I bent down to get a new one, she pissed all over me. <laughs> I was kind of, you know, at the, at the one end thinking, I don't know how the midwife is down there. <laughs> like, honestly, I was like... <laughs> well, you're like, if it smells this bad up here... <laughs> Imagine what it smells oh. like down there. <laughs> when you have a daughter, it, it's like a shotgun shell, right? When you, it's like yeah. shooting a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Is it a little bit like that when they it's, piss? It's just like yeah, it's it's like a vaginal shotgun. It's um. <laughs> but what if you got fabric seats? You can't just wet wipe shit off fabric seats. I do have fabric seats. Ah, <laughs> oh, you can. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who is your daddy and what does he do? Welcome to More Than Leaving It In, a show that is aimed at idiots like me who are on their journey to becoming a dad and literally have no idea what they're doing. In today's episode, Mac, Paul and I discuss what you need to know when you take your newborn out of the house for the first time. We go over how it feels taking your baby out for the first time, the baby gear you'll need for that trip, and that all dads just need to deal with the fact you're going to get baby shit on your car seats. On that point, as you'll hear, Matt and Paul surprisingly give some genuine good advice about using nappies when you're out of the house. If you'd like to hear more good advice on using nappies and baby changing in general, then take a look at episode 7 of More Than Leaving It In, where we deep dive into all things nappy changing. Final thing, again, during this pod, I learned so much stuff I hadn't even thought about before, which is exactly why I'm doing the show. If you know any guys out there that are dads-to-be, new dads, or even experienced dads, and you think they can benefit from this podcast, then it'd be great if you can let them know about it. Right, that's enough of me yapping. Let's dive into taking your newborn outside for the first time. Enjoy. Um, yeah, so what I want to do, so for this, for, so I want to mix things up a little bit um, for all, all, all the records moving forward, because there's a couple of reasons why. The, the last recording was really fucking long, right? It was like an hour and 40 or something. What I'm finding is, is that if, if I was someone looking at this show, right? Because we've had a few listeners. Have you seen, remember, I was, I was sending you like the, the, the pictures of all the listeners. We've had almost, is it 200 now? Let's have a look. Well, listen to us three fucking idiots talking. Yeah, the interesting thing is, so what what happened was, I was on Reddit just like posting some shit about like what what we're doing and things in kind of a subtle way. Anyway, the 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 short of it is that in the last seven days we've had like seventy people listen to the podcast, um, and we're we're on a two hundred twenty six um plays altogether right now, and twenty five people have subscribed. So the numbers are still pretty small. But I, I was thinking, but it, like in the last week, in the last kind of week and a half, they've like who's subscribing of... to this? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. But um, but but so I was thinking, I, I was going through the um, 
the episodes and I was thinking that the whole point of this is so that people can learn about becoming a dad, right? So that's the whole the whole point and trying for baby and stuff like that. They all sat there with notepads and pens. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but what I realized is that at the beginning of particularly the last couple of shows, because what we've been doing with me going through the stuff with Leah and, and obviously going get it, um, uh, getting pregnant and all that stuff and Matthew having a baby we're starting the shows going over kind of where me and you are at the moment which is which is good content but not actually the point of the show the point of the show the, the point of the episode should be the topic we're about to discuss so what I'm going to do is no what whoa hang on hang on a minute yeah, stick no. with it stick with it so I'm going to just flip <laughs> it around so I'm going to I'm going to start on the topic we're going to discuss and then at the end of it me and you can can talk about like what we're doing in our lives right now and what I might do if they're long enough, because um, something else I've realized is that I I always come to these shows thinking we'll cover like three things when when really we could spend like an hour talking about one thing. So um so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try and focus on like smaller topics in each episode. And then we'll start with that topic, and that's obviously the theme for the for the show, uh, for the for the for this episode. And then at the end of it, we'll do like a catch-up with you, Matt, and then a catch-up with me where we are. And what I might do if they're long enough is actually just break them into three different ones. Cause then when, um, when you look at the episodes, like it'll say, you know, episode 10 about this, right? Which is becoming a, a dad in a, the chronological, chronological order that we're discussing it. And I can have like another episode or another two episodes, which is, you know, my, where I am right now, like, you know, just got pregnant, first scan, et cetera. And like where you are with you, Matt, you know, just gone off, uh, just gone off for paternity leave, gone to work and we'll see, we'll see how it goes, but we'll play it by ear. Um, but it's, you guys don't have to think about much, to be honest. It's all it's all with me, so don't worry. But all you, thank God, all you need to know <laughs> is that's that's what we're gonna do. And also, I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna be- begin this show with something a little bit different as well. It's gonna be like a feature for each episode. I'm gonna go over like a, a fact about birth, and we can discuss that fact. So there'll be kind of mad facts or interesting facts or scary facts or whatever. Um, so. So we'll start off with that. So this episode's fact of the week is, and I don't know if you you know this, I'm actually going to give a shout out to a guy called TMN Velociraptor, guy from Reddit who told me this. Um, so what a name! What a name, right? So there's a lot of those... shout out. The shout out for the name. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of there's, there's some there's some cool names on Reddit. Some really fucking crazy names, but is it? some, is of them, <laughs> some of them are pretty good. So yeah, so TMN Velociraptor says that. So, you know, I didn't even know what this was. So, amniotic fluid. Do you guys know what that is? Yes. Well, yes. I know it's in the in the sack. Yeah. So, it's like it's like a um, <laughs> in the, it's, it's in the sack. It's like the fluid around <laughs> the baby, right? When it's in the that thing, right? So, it's it's in in the sack. It's the whole matrix thing. <laughs> Which is what when they pop, <laughs> yeah. they pop Neo out and they yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. But what I didn't know is that the smell of that fluid is directly influenced by what the mother eats during their pregnancy. So what this guy told me is that apparently quite often... Kebab meat. Um, n- like nurses and midwives will say that there's a hint of garlic in the theatre um, if the mum has been eating a lot of garlic. So what that had me thinking, because we, when we talked about giving birth... <laughs> Something we didn't talk about was what are the smells like, and was there any hint of kind of 
like garlic or anything your your missus was was eating at the time because what is the what's like what is the smell because you know it's going to be a pretty potent mix of of things going on so um i'll go to you first paul like is there like a smell you can remember or is it just shit piss and blood like is is that really what it is or was this like (laughs) I don't know. I imagine it just must smell awful. Because we, when we talked about it, we really focused on kind of the visual side of things. But what does what does it smell like? It must be terrible. Um, it, it was different on 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 each. To be well, honest. So okay. with, with Dylan, did with with Dylan, it, it, yeah, it stank. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, I, I was I was kind of you know at the at the one end thinking I don't know how the midwife is down there. <laughs> Like honestly, I was like, <laughs> "Well, you're like, if it smells this bad up here, <laughs> imagine what it smells oh. like down there." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah, how how she remained professional in doing what she was doing, you know? I don't know." <laughs> Shout out to her. Uh, yeah, so that 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 wasn't great with with Ivy, as I mentioned before. It was a really kind of quick birth, so I didn't really remember smelling anything, to be honest. What about you, Matt? Because during the first one, I guess it just probably just smells like, I don't know, medicine and must be quite a sterile environment, right? When there's a C-section. But was there any any smells you remember the second time? No. I, I, the only thing that you smelled like was regret. Um, <laughs> um, no, man. I, I genuinely, I don't know if it's because of all the things that I'd seen that day. I can't really, it just smelled warm and clean. It wasn't just like, because the only thing I can think of is like you're saying about the amniotic sac and it's smelling of what the mother. Imagine if blokes gave birth. It would just smell of fucking lager and kebab meat. Ah, well, yeah, right. Well, no, no, Matt, that would be if that'd be if you gave birth. <laughs> be pie, come out in a pie tin. <laughs> Matt, like, is someone ordered Mario's? What's going on here? Hey, don't know. Kebabs, yeah. <laughs> that was for me. <laughs> but um, no, I, I couldn't remember any smells. That that's well interesting, though. Yeah, right. I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking because at the moment, and we'll get into this a little God. bit later on. At the moment, if 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 what you eat is gonna cause, uh, gonna influence the smell. All Lee is really eating is oven food. Like, um, well, she's eating... As opposed to microwave food? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> so, so I don't eat... So we don't usually, like, eat a lot of oven food. So we don't eat a lot of, like, ch- chips or, like, um, I don't know. Like, she's eating a lot of, like, fish, like, breaded fish in the oven. Most most of the stuff we eat is, like, freshly cooked. But, um, but yeah, she's eating food. She was, oh, like, all right. You, you would have eaten when you were... 14. No, I'm just saying, like, that's what she's craving. So, if anything, it's going to smell like <laughs> microwave chips um, at the moment. Oh. But, um, yeah, so... Do you reckon when she gives birth, it's going to go, ping! ping. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. So, the theme of today's uh, episode is I want to go over, you know, we've, we've covered everything up until kind of the first few weeks after you give birth and adapting to life with a newborn in your home. So what I want to go over today is what like the whole experience when you when you first leave your home with the baby, right? So so when you start going out. So so what I want to go over today is like for me, because I think it's it's kind of um well we'll see, right? I can imagine it's a interesting experience. Um 
and it's also super relevant to you right now, Matt. I guess right because you you know you mentioned the other day that you were you're in the um, kind of routine of your life, and a lot of that this is going to be part of that, like taking your kid out. I guess I don't, but I actually don't even know. I don't even know what you've got to do. I don't know if it's like you've got to get vaccines or something. I have no idea. So so Matt, like what? Like, what have you got to do to take your kid out? Do they do they need a vaccine or something? Because like, because I know we talked about this before. Like, Gareth took his kid, did a big shop or something, right? Yeah, like, he did straight it. He away, full on big shop. Yeah, like, can man. you just as um, soon as you get home, can yeah. you just take your kid out? No big deal. Yeah, you you. It's not so much like a no big deal sort of thing. Like, I don't know, hundred percent. Like, you wouldn't just roll them in dog shit or whatever, and then just hope for the best. <laughs> but um. <laughs> That was at least 86. That was when Thatcher was in power. Get your baby and roll it in dog shit. What have you got to do? Because I was, I was sitting here thinking about this, right? Where you take a kid out the first time. My first question was, can you just take them out? Like, do they need to be vaccinated or do they need, I don't know. Like, then Master said that you don't. So I, wouldn't you be worried that if you take them out, they're just going to catch something? Did that Was that not... That would play on my mind. Um, well, not really, I guess, because, you know, what, what, they're not kind of going anywhere, are they? Like, it might be out, but they obviously they can't move, so they're just going to be in the, in the uh, pram. There are germs in that. In the air, right? Just think there's coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, there are... There are Obviously, they still they don't have to touch something to catch something. Like, do they have? Do they get vaccinated when they're in the hospital and stuff? Like, what's the deal? Uh, no. Their first vaccination is when they are um, eight weeks old. Again, so this is where I just don't have. This is where it's a little bit counterintuitive. So the first vaccinations are when they're eight weeks old. Yeah, but you can obviously take them out before then, and they. And typically, they, they're going to interact with other humans. Is that not dangerous? Well, we're all still alive, so I guess not. Well, <laughs> okay. well yeah, I guess I guess not. But it's just, it is surprising. Um, I, this feels like, this goes back to something I've said before. Just It kind of just feels like there's a lot, they put a lot of trust in into you as parents, right? I guess they have to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just feels like yeah, I, like there would be more checks and balances before you take your, your, your newborn yeah, out. Yeah, well, there's, there was nothing. I don't really remember any kind of um, specific advice about taking taking Dylan out or Ivy out um, when they were first born. But it's not the case, or it certainly wasn't for us anyway, that once you kind of left the hospital, you're done. You know, we had regular visits from... Um, well, for the kind of like first week from from a midwife, and from then on from a from a health visitor. Mm. So it wasn't like we were sort of completely completely alone. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So there are, there are more. Yeah. They, I guess. Yeah. I always I kind of just forget about health visitors because um, it's not something you're really familiar with unless you have a child. Okay. So that was that was my first kind of question. Then, so the thing the, the thing I wanted to go over with both of you was. Um, like where where did you go the first time you took out Dylan and Ivy? Do you remember? And also, was it like a big deal? Because for to me, it feels like it'd be a big deal taking your baby out for the first time. Yeah, um, we went with Dylan. The first place we went was um, just for a walk around Roof Park, 
Um, and basically, it, it felt like a little bit of a big deal, sort of taking him out for us. Um, like the things to to think about is, you know, when you when you first get it, putting up a putting up a push chair is a is a pain in the ass. Like you know, we've kind of practiced on it. They showed us in the shop when we bought it. It looked like you know, make it look really easy or whatever. And uh, you know, on reflection, once you get used to it, it is easy. But the first kind of few times, it takes you like oh, I don't know, like twenty minutes to put the thing up and then collapse it back down again. You know, you're just pressing a button. Um, so yeah. there was that. Um, I, I suppose one of the things that that might sort of concern people is is, is weather and things. But Dylan was born in August, so it was it was warm outside and and, and quite nice. Um, but isn't isn't that a worry though about like it being too warm? Yeah, well, I suppose so. I think we were quite um, quite sort of pragmatic with it, um, and they give you for us anyway. They they gave us a lot of advice on like body temperature and. Uh, you know, to, to kind of feel their chest and their back and make sure they're not overly layered up um, if it's warm and things like that. So we were we were really concerned about that. Uh, the main thing I, I remember is we weren't there long because as soon as we got out of the car, he screamed and didn't stop screaming. So we walked around the park for literally five minutes. We're like, let's go home. Because <laughs> he just wouldn't stop. <laughs> just you, you drove, you drove all the way to the park. It took you twenty minutes to get a buggy set up, and then you just start uh, screaming. Yeah, this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> nice man. <laughs> Classic Dylan. <laughs> what about um, what about Ivy then? Was it because I ma- imagine because we okay? So actually, let's take a step back. Were you were you apprehensive though about taking them out somewhere? Because did you do it, was it straight away? How long did you say, like, how long had you had Dylan home before you kind of went to Roth Park? Um, I can't remember, probably only a couple of days. I don't think it was, it was, it was long. I don't know. Like I said, I just feel like I, I'm going to be the type of person I, f- I feel anyway, who's um, not necessarily, I'm just like, I'm going to be overprotective. Yeah. It's probably the best way to describe it. So I'm going to be concerned about everything. Um so it just feels taking them out just feels a little bit daunting um no i, I don't really remember being daunted by it. i suppose the, the, the sort of daunting thing is the amount of stuff you have to take with you like you know i was used to then i was used to taking all i took with me my phone my wallet and my keys <laughs> we'll park that for a second because i, I want to get into that a little bit more so that so i want to go over um where you both went yeah. yourself and matt like where you both went the first times with your with your babies and how it was, and then I want to go into kind of what the process is to leave the house, and then I want to go over like the gear you need, right? Which pr- probably both of them will kind of come hand in hand, I guess. So um, so where did you go? Like where was the place if you remember with with Ivy? Do you remember where you went first with her? Um, I think we went to Rose Park again with with Ivy. Um, very different. Obviously, it was uh, November, so it was freezing, so it all kind of wrapped up. Um, mm. And Ivy was a good baby, so she didn't scream. <laughs> um, but it was nice because we had, obviously, Dylan with us. And I can imagine you're a bit, you're a bit more experienced, right, with all the, the yeah, gear yeah, as definitely. well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was nice we had Dylan with us, and he was really excited to take her out for the first time, and he was helping Kat push the, push the pram and helping me push the pram, and... Yeah, it was, it was it was just nice because he was he was really excited to, to kind of take her out, um, and yeah, it was a different experience because 
we were there for um you know a while not just five minutes because you wasn't screaming um mm. as nice as obviously there's some of the, the kind of uh earliest photos we have of, of dylan and ivy together because we go out and um, sitting on the bench um cuddling her with dylan next to you know it's a nice picture of uh, her, her with cat's cat just being feeding her and dylan sitting next to her and cuddled up and all in their coats and stuff and yeah so it's a, yeah very very different uh different experience didn't feel any mm. kind of uh apprehension about anything we had the same posture so you know just uh, whacked out chucked it up and yeah what is so this is something i'm interested in like the process of of leaving the house particularly when they're a newborn because i imagine there's going to be loads of steps and i'm like most guys i'm kind of out of the house in, yeah. in seconds right so i need my wallet my keys and my phone and i'm i'm out and it and it drives me crazy and this is where this is where i'm going to struggle so like it, i cannot understand how it takes leah so long to to like leave places so like to leave leave yeah. the house doesn't make any sense to just leave the car like get out of the car once we get somewhere like we park up and genuinely yeah i don't i don't know what it is it's the same with cat i'm like Fuck get out I get, of the car <laughs> so I get, or get in the car <laughs> yeah right so i could generally i've done it before i've got out of the car and got into like the supermarket we're going to or whatever we're going to the location we've gone to and she's still in the car so like i'm like what what's what's going on this doesn't doesn't make sense so um so that drives me nuts as it is now but i but obviously when you have a kid there's way more things you have to think about so what walk me through and think about it when you obviously have a young younger child walk me through what it's like bringing bring taking a child out and how long each kind of step takes i want to i want to like fully understand the um the effort because uh, also paul you're not so you know i've known you for a long time um you're the type of guy who who kind of underestimates how long it takes to get somewhere so so you're you're a little bit like um like my like scott as well right so if you need to be somewhere maybe you changed right? i'm thinking about we were like yeah. at university but if you need to be somewhere for like, like half past 10 you would leave like near half past 10. yeah no i still still do that i just kind of forget about travel time <laughs> okay yeah yeah you forget about travel time right so but obviously if you so if you if you've got a newborn you need you you, you already don't factor in travel time like you so now you've got to factor in kind of getting your child ready time so so yeah so walk walk me through the the whole process but basically is is mayhem and a bit of a lottery um you gotta try and try and time the leaving right because when they're that small or certainly for it was the case, you know, more so with, with Dylan and Ivy, which is, you know, probably part of our experience and being prepared and things. Um, you have to, you want to feed him before you leave. Um, because as you right. know, how regular he, he, he fed. So you feed him before you leave, but then you, you, he's probably going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, so are you timing it? So you want to feed and shit before you leave? Yes. Is that the, the kind of sweet spot? So what time, like, what's the, what's the timing? Does that mean like, what, well, there's something we didn't cover actually from feed to shit. Well, how often, how long does that take usually? Uh, not that long. Like, right. Okay. 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. 
Okay, so you want so the way you're playing is like okay, you got to feed. So you, the the time you're factoring in is. So you think, say you're going leaving a ten. Yeah. That's the target time you want to leave. So okay. cat would probably feed about nine because he used to be um you know he used to take about half an hour to feed. Him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So at nine o'clock, you feed him about quarter to ten. You change him, then you've got time to start getting him in the car and go. Okay. So that so. So you so then it's only so you're only saying it's fifteen minutes to get kind of once once that's done, it's fifteen minutes to leave the house. It's not as bad as I thought it was. Well, be. it depend it it all depends because there's a lot of okay things Moving that can happen. So you you'd have your basically you have your your baby bag, which is pretty much always ready to go. Like three or four changes of clothes mm. in there, loads of nappies, loads of wet wipes. Um, and uh, then you have in, in the in the fridge um, uh, kind of either exp- you know express breast milk ready to, to take in a bottle, so you've got a feed for feed for when you're out. Yeah. The the kind of issues come where you might have um, you know if if you shits and it comes out of the nappy, you have to change all his clothes. You might have to like clean yourself. You don't know if he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna yeah. like kind of he might he might be sick vomits. After he's fed or at any time, I can go all over you. So you have to change your clothes. So it could, it, you know, this is a bit of a bit of a nightmare. It's a, it's, it's a very different way of life, and it took a while to to get used to. So what are we saying? So say say, fifteen minutes is best case scenario. If everything goes to shit, like like literally, right? Um, like w- what are we talking about? You put another half hour onto that. Like I guess you know. If you've got to have a shower <laughs> because because you, 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 you're newborns, I wouldn't bother having a no? shower. No, okay. So wet wipes. Wet before. wipes before, yeah. There's a lot of wet wipes. You get to the point where you just not even ask, so you just put a shirt over the top of your t-shirt <laughs> that's covered in shit and phlegm, and you're like, you're good to go, little, man. If it's just a little bit on the shoulder as well, like if it's just sick, you, you know, just that's fine. It's expected. But you don't tell so, him. You say, "Oh, a bird shit on me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul, were, was um, out of Dylan and Ivy, were, were was one a bit easier than the other? Like leaving the house, or was were they both? Was it just literally potluck with both with, uh, with both of them? Ivy was just easy in every respect. Ivy was easier. Right. Okay. By everything, it's hard to put it down to whether that's because Dylan was a pain in the ass or whether it is because we were much more experienced and knew what to do and expect. Mm, probably a bit of both, right? Probably, yeah, probably a combination of both. Okay, so I'll ask the same question t- to you, Matt. I'll say so. We've been going over. Um, Paul's gone over the first two, the first places he went with um, with both Dylan and Ivy when they first went somewhere is Roth Park, both of them, um, and then we've gone over kind of the process leaving the house. So, same question to you, Matt. Do you remember the first place you went with um, with Erin, and what was it like? Were you were you worried? Were you because like, for me it just feels like a big deal, right? Because I'm I'm the type of person who, who's a little I'm a bit protective. Like, how was that experience? Or was it just fine? Um, with Erin, obviously, because everything's new to you. Like everything is danger. Every, like everything yeah, yeah. is uh, could cause hassle. But like, uh, I think the first place we took her was when she was registered. We took her to town. I think it was like the second week she was born. We took her to town to get her registered um, in the council offices. And then we thought, fuck it, let's wander through town. 
and then I decided quite happily and I took to the pub <laughs> which was yeah, great man. Did, right yeah I walked in and the landlord was like whose kid is that I was like oh so it's mine he was like and you've brought her in the Queen's Vots I was like yeah you went fair play <laughs> <laughs> so like a, a proper pub as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck around. so so what was it so where did you go or have you been anywhere with with phoebe yet like where was the first place you went with phoebe uh we took we took her to pick erin up from school and um like normally i'd leave like she finished at the three but we left at like half past two to like started getting ready at past two so we could get everything ready but it's a lot i don't say it's easier with a second kid but it's a lot you don't panic as much and you're not like not so much you're well prepared, but you just oh okay, let's it's just one of those, all oh, right, let's leave the house rather than fuck, we gotta leave the house. Oh we gotta da, 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 da. But yeah, it is you're a lot less stressed out, I think, on the second one. Um and there's an added bonus that the other child's in school all fucking day. But yeah, it's it's a lot I would say easier. So walk me through like what what's it like leaving the house so paul's kind of give a play-by-play -play for him so i want you to like walk me through it point by point what's your current process to leave the house and how, how long is it taking i play my playstation until the last five minutes that we have to leave the house <laughs> and then i'm being honest I'm sure Nick loves that. <laughs> um i because obviously i'm a bloke i get dressed quicker than everyone um because it's easy but like it's kind of get myself ready first and because i'm ready i then get both the kids ready so we'll be like erin get erin dressed and because she's four everything is a distraction so you kind of have to it's just easy to dress them rather than they dress themselves because then they walk out with their pants on their head i say like, all oh, right okay um yeah so then I'd say I'd give it an hour. So you were leaving it if you want to be somewhere at twelve, I'd start getting ready like half ten, eleven o'clock, just to make sure you've got everything. And then you just carry the biggest bag in the world, which is full of like wet wipes, spare nappies. You like every time you leave the house, I've always thought in worst case scenario. Like what if she shits herself or sick on herself, she's got a spare change clothes. What if she goes through them, right? You've got another spare pair of clothes. So you take like three, four different fucking outfits. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And then I'm sat downstairs, everything's ready, and I'm waiting for my fucking missus. Like going, come on. And then you get in the so car cool. to leave, and then she goes, oh, I forgot this. And then they go in the house, and then they spend like 10 minutes in the house, and they're like, what are you doing inside the house? <laughs> Fuck's sake. And then, yeah, you finally leave more grey hairs and uh, more bags under your eyes. Well, Paul said it's about an hour as well. Would you, would you agree in saying if you need to be somewhere at a certain time, mm -hmm. you need to factor in the travel time and then like an hour in your home time? Yes. And as long as you, as long as you give yourself an hour in your home, more, more often than not, you should be okay. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, man. Because like... The thing, the great thing with kids is they throw you so many fucking curveballs, like anything can happen. Like Erin has shit oh, herself oh, okay, as my... I was as I was putting her in the pram to go out. She'd shit herself. 
And then I had to go and write bollocks. So went to change her. I took a nappy off and dickhead wasn't thinking straight. Instead of putting the nappy underneath first to whip off the old one so the new one's still there, I just took a nappy off. And as I bent down to get a new one, she pissed all over me. <laughs> so then I had to get changed. What I can imagine when a when a when a um when a a daughter pees, it must just be like uh if you ever, so I experienced this more recently. Have you ever taken the kind of the end? Hang on, hang on, hang on, the, hang on, hang on. No, you hang on. No, is that no? Hang on. Let me. No, you need to let me finish because that that. that what you and Leah do beyond close. <laughs> <I've said, right? laughs> no. So so we've got. We really mixer tap in, Hang on. Let me finish. You do this all the time. Like so, we've got a mixer tap in our house, right? And Winston, our dog, goes for a walk every Tuesday with our dog walker, and he comes back at the moment because it's winter. He's absolutely stinking, right? So what we have to do every day when he comes in is run him upstairs and put him in a bath straight away. So what I've been looking at is getting like a you know like a um, like a hose head, like a spraying hose head, and attach it to the the mixer upstairs to be able to wash him more quickly. The problem is, is our our mixer is like nothing fits on it it's like you know really overstyled mixers really thick it's massive no adapter fits on it so i've been trying to what the only way i've got around it is to actually That's kind of enough. well no so i've actually un unscrewed the just the bit the faucet and um, because then you can screw a uh, device into the tap but um so when i just screwed it out to begin with if you turn it on it just water just goes everywhere like because there's, there's nothing kind of direct in the water it's just fucking water sprays everywhere and i was talking to someone about this the other day i, I can't remember who me and leah were talking about like i was i was talking about poor how dylan pissed in your mouth and, oh, and i was saying i was saying how you know it must be easier with a, with a girl and someone in leah's family was saying well no because it like sprays everywhere so even though even though it might not get in, in your face when you have a daughter, it, it's like a shotgun shell, right? When you, it's like yeah. shooting a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Is it a little bit like that when they it's, piss? It's just like yeah, it's it's like a vaginal shotgun. It's um, <laughs> it's it's have instead you... of instead of like distance, it's like space. So it's like, it's like a triangle. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like that, and it's yeah. it's a good flow on them. Fair play to her, but like um. Like the other the other night, it was like one o'clock in the morning, and I ch I was changing Phoebe to feed her, and she done it to me and pissed all of the top of my head as I bent down, and I was like, oh, fair play, I'm gonna put gel in my head tomorrow. <laughs> it was great fun. I, so, so I've got this question to both of you. I go back to you, Paul. So, is there ever been like, what is? Have you ever missed? So, a couple of questions. Is there ever been a situation in which you would go into an an event? You had to be on time right and everything went to shit and you weren't on time or you were overly stressed and maybe you weren't as chilled as you usually are because you were overly stressed or have you ever actually missed anything because like anything important anything of note because leaving the house was just too much of a disaster um i don't think i've missed anything particularly important there's definitely would have been times that um you know, just gave up. <laughs> Too much hassle. Only <laughs> way to stay in. Um, to be honest, it's had you know, it's had some benefits. You mentioned earlier that I've, you know, I'm not the most punctual of people, so it, it is nice to have an excuse. <laughs> Paul, you're four hours late. Oh yeah, the baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you then, Matt? Have you ever missed anything? 
The only thing I did miss was uh, Newcastle equalising against Sunderland a couple of years ago. Because <laughs> I was I was changing. Always Newcastle. Yeah, I, cha- I was changing area and Mitrovic scored, and I missed everything. I was fucking fuming. <laughs> 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 sounds awful now. That sounds really bad. Um, no, man, I haven't missed. Luckily, I haven't missed Touchwood any. I don't think anyone likes me, so they don't invite me to anything. So, um... <laughs> so I want to. De- I want to. I want to um, go over the. You know, th- this whole show is trying to help people prepare for what it's like to be a dad, right? So, you've you, you've gone over the the the, the leaving the house bag, right? So. I got a few questions, so I'm going to go through a list of things I have. Again, this is from that um, expectant dad survival guide book I read. So they've got a list of things that you should um, take with you for any type of journey, um, and I'll go I'll go through that. But you you both mentioned about having a lot of um, a lot of kind of clothes changing uh, changes uh, to prepare for that. So so the things I want to know right is like how. When you're leaving, I, I guess the two most important things to have in that bag are change of clothes and probably wet wipes, because I'm going to feel that wet wipes are the most important thing to, um, while you have a, have a baby. But how, like and how nappies, many we say, or your nappies. And nappies. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but how many um, like how many we talk about? So is it, you, Matt, you said kind of three to four. I think, Paul, you said the same. So what's the sweet spot in clothes to have in that bag? Are we saying four to be safe? I say three. Yeah, three, three minimum. If you're going to be out for a while, four. Okay, so how many wipes are we talking about, though? Like, are we talking full pack? Just take packs? A, no, just take a pack. Yeah. Because there's a lot in there, and they take up a lot of room in the bag. I don't okay. know if, if, if so one, Paul was one... like me, if you were going out anywhere. So, say you were going to a friend, like a wedding or something like that, or anywhere nice or whatever, I take the branded nappies because they're the good ones. Because <laughs> the, the cheap ones are good in the house, but you go out and they shit their back out all up them and or they piss and it goes out the sides and stuff and hang on are you saying there's like show there's like home nappies and show nappies what's going on here You're fucking right there is oh he's got pampered he is he got money <laughs> hang on <laughs> are you, hang on paul is this a thing paul is this a thing or is this just a man i think that's uh, we did when we did the kind of episode on shit i said like we tried a few different nappies so they were to, to some degree there's that because that you know you start a pack of nappies find out their shit i don't chuck the rest of them away i wouldn't take their nappies out they'd be like in the house nappies just it matters house nappies no it matters like less gaff shoes if it if it comes out there you, if you, ah, okay if, got what you're saying a chance at home just yeah. to use them up ah right so it's like okay got you so what you're saying is when you're in the house if they if if it's a mess you almost like you almost have like well i'm not going to throw the rubbish nappies away yeah no. i'll keep them in reserve so yeah. that when in the house if they shit up all their back, then it's not the end of the world. And I'll and yeah. I'll make sure I, I have a like a, at least a, a batch of you know dependable nappies, so that when I'm out outside, I I, I can I can you know be outside in confidence yes. with my baby. I got you yeah. right. Okay, uh, that's interesting. That's that's a, that's genuinely good piece of advice there. What I found as well that as does I'm holding. If we ever make it bigger on this, right? As does. I'm you're having a very stern fucking letter, son. Right? <laughs> bought bought these little angels because they were cheap and whatever. And they're fucking awful, man. 
Yeah. She's like done a piss. Oh, they're so bad. And like she's pissed up her back. How would you piss up your back? And it's like <laughs> so, we, we'll yeah. to, what I wanna what I wanna do is um one episode I think a review show over. Well yeah, well, I I'm actually gonna do that. So I'm I'm going to before the episode kind of go online and like type in like baby wipes, right? To get like five brands of baby wipes and get your advice. I'm gonna get five Huggies. brands of nappies. All this stuff, right? So, so we'll go over that in the future. So, what, what I'll do is I'm going to go over um, the supplies, right? With this, which what this uh, book recommends, and I'd like to know wh- whether you agree that you need it or whether you don't, right? So, so first thing, the first things, well, the three things we've gone over, right? So, so baby wipes, yes. Yeah. Nappies, yes. Um, what was the other thing we said? Oh, change of clothes, yes. Oh, cream. Right. So the Nappy other cream. Nappy cream, okay, that that wasn't on this list. So nappy cream, that's important. And um, what about like a, a changing mat? I imagine that's in there, right? Yeah, they do. They do like a a travel one, which is amazing because it's a changing mat and it just like rolls into like like six inches and it's got Velcro, so you can just unravel it. So it takes less space in your bag and yeah. it's really light. I say most, most, but they're not most yeah. bags come with some kind of chain like travel changing that with them all ah, right so you actually buy like a baby bag yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bits in it. yeah you've got to get a baby okay. bag because it's got all the compartments so i thought the, so i thought a baby bag was like a rucksack which you just call the baby bag yeah well they are no, like, you they can, are, like you can get like but they're like you know especially no, but like, like, a, a, like a quick silver rucksack you just chuck things you in. can you can yeah. but you it's can, like you can because of not for beginners the, the day and age yeah but if it's like this day and age and everything, like Nick, Nick was looking at one the other day, and it was like hundred and ten pound, and it came with like a, a a charger for your phone in it, a speaker. Yeah, yeah, mate, they're not cheap. I'm telling what? you now, right? You can they get are cheaper not ones. Cheap. You can. Hundred and ten pound. It better change my baby for me. Yeah, cats, you wait till you go to Mamas and Papas, mate. Cat's one on Ivy. She got a, a, the brand is called Tiber and Mal. They specialize in in the upmarket. Sounds posh. Upmarket. Sounds posh. Bags. Yeah. One hundred and twenty-five yeah. quid. Is it worth it, Paul? Is it worth it? Oh, I will say that they've got a, a decent resale value. I think I sold it for sixty quid. <laughs> oh, okay. Classic Paul but, uh... looking at the looking at the resale value. <laughs> Oh, it's nice. The, what, the Paul's, reason... Paul's buying is thinking, right, what's the depreciation <laughs> of this uh, this baby bag? Can you're I capitalise that over five years? Play on my P&L? I don't know. <laughs> hey, you're wasted at the council. You want to get into cash. <laughs> okay, so from a resale value and a perceived value, it's, it's, it's not too bad. But, like, are you getting any – is the quality of it any better than an, another kind of reasonably priced baby bag? Um, style-wise, it's very nice. Like a, a kind of like black okay. faux leather, which is, which is you know quite oh, quite nice. The, the the selling point for cat was they had on the bottom of the bag it had little like feet essentially, so it didn't get all scuffed when you have to put it down. Right. Yeah, like little like little um like little knobs. That was cat's selling point. That's right. why she said she needed this this one. It was like fifty quid more than any others. It's like oh you know whatever. But no, it was good because it came with like quite a nice travel changing mat um but like a lot of them like most of the, the baby bags this one did as well had um like the sort of like uh kind of like foil lined 
pouches or whatever to keep keep bottles in bottle pouches so it like maintains the temperature for longer so that's really interesting right because the next my next thing was like with the obviously you've got to take milk right yeah. like how much milk are you you taking i guess it just depends on how long you're out right well we we invested in a thermos like a, they're not cheap but like a proper thermos like baby thing it's like a cylinder and like you we, we got the 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 prep machine and puts it all at the right temperature and we just fill that whole thing up so it keeps that temperature for hours and then you just take the powder in like little jars so you measure it all out into little pots which fit inside the bottle without just mm. like just little powder things and then just take that out which we found yeah. was great that the then powder things when we moved on to formula were were very good it was like a little bit like a little round pot it had room for four. It had like four separate compartments in, so you could measure out your powder. So you got four feeds ready. We didn't have a like thermos thing, so if we were out for a, for a while, uh, I would usually just like pop into a cafe or something and give a bottle and like, chuck some boiling water. In but they get funny about it. Yeah, they oh, get yeah. funny about it. Okay. Loads of places. Like, but we, we you were doing this in fair water. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, but no, they would have. It was um. Like a lot of restaurants and stuff like that, that like we found, would either wouldn't microwave the water or wouldn't give us. Because um, really? where were we? Yeah, man. Like we were, we were in. I think we were in a pub once, and they they flat out refused to do it. So I was like, what? So we had I had to go and buy. Um, oh, what's it called? I had to go and buy like um, like ready a ready made bottle because they do them, like in, in like a bottle thing. But yeah, a lot of places wouldn't do it. It's fucking wonderful. Very bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we yeah. never had any issues with with that. Yeah, but you looked like a nice man, <laughs> and you got it just before me. Man. <laughs> and I you always make. do on, the, on this on this fucking show. You always get it just before me. Is there anything else that's in that bag? Because oh, a bib. I imagine lots of bibs. Yeah, lots of bibs got to be in the bag. Yeah. Um. The bibs, muslins. So what is a what is I know you explained this before, but what is a fucking muslin again? I keep forgetting. Like a big handkerchief. But like a bib then. That's no, a bib. No, no, a bib no, is no, a no, big, no. big handkerchief. It's a bib you'd like wear. It's like a cloth. Okay, so it's you it's don't like a big it's just cloth, a big yeah. cloth. Yeah, yeah. Alright, okay. So okay, so you'll have that in there. Anything like what anything else I'm missing? If you can and you got the money, put a put a couple of beers in it. Going to the park. <laughs> well, Paul's bag's got like a little cooler in it. That's, that's not bad. Isn't oh, it? me, the beer's chilled. The, the other, the other day, right, and I, I swear, right, this is true. Now, the other day, I was, uh, was out walking a dog. It was like six, seven o'clock, and there was a guy with a can of Carlsberg pushing a pram, and I was like, oh, mate. <laughs> 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 what? Just pushing, pushing, pushing his, his pram on his own with his baby in no the pram, ba- just drinking a no, can. No baby, no, no baby in there. No, um, he was there was there was there was a baby in there. Honest to God, right? And he like full tracksuit, sovereigns, like fucking, know. and he was pushing a pram with one hand, and he had a can of beer in the other, and I kind <laughs> of, I was kind okay, of yeah, envious yeah. of him. I was going to say, I'm jealous for you. <laughs> I, was you. So I got that. You're doing that, but you're not telling us. You're walking a dog with a lead in one hand and a can in the other hand, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you walk the dog. <laughs> 
I'd already, I did, what I didn't say was I already had a line before I left the house. But, um, oh man, I wish, I wish I took a photo of him or something because I was gobsmacked. <laughs> I was just like, you, you know, uh, bastard. So, um, and we know what Matt's going to do next time he's walking the pram outside. Um, <laughs> so did either of you have, um, like a baby carrier or, or a sling, right? And I know, Matt, I think I saw you the other day actually on Instagram with, with, um, Phoebe in a, in a baby carrier, right? So, yeah, man. So, Paul, I'll, I'll go to you first, actually, because let's think of Dylan. Because if I'm right in thinking, and I'm, obviously I'm not very up to date on kind of baby things, um, but it feels like baby carriers, particularly for guys, are a bit more popular now than they were, I guess, 10 years ago. You, it's kind of more common. At least I, I observe it more now. Yeah. So, when Dylan, when you had, when Dylan was born, would, did, did you use a baby carrier like you yourself? No, um, we had, we had one, but um, Cat uh, didn't really use it much either. We didn't really use it much on Dylan. I remember when she she bought this, this baby carrier that she she bought for Dylan. Um, she got on Facebook and made me go and pick it up. I tell you, right? I went to the, the I picked it up from from Kyra. <laughs> The, the kind of roughest, okay, Kyra, roughest Kyra, block Kyra, of flats I've ever seen in my life, in Cardiff anyway. I was like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> There's like loads of kids around when I parked. I was like, I've got to fucking find this fucking flat now. I went up these, like, this stairwell or whatever, knocked on the woman's door, and she's like, oh yeah, come in. And her house was, the flat was disgusting. <laughs> There's so much mess everywhere. Like, Why have you invited me in here? Like, I'm a stranger. I feel like I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> It, it, like in this like, common area because it's all dark and just grim I went in there and she gave me this friggin carrier thing which was stinking I gave her the money because I was there anyway I got back and it wasn't the one that was described on the Facebook page the cat bought <laughs> so she said it was like she said it was one brand but it wasn't and essentially we paid the same price as a new one of exactly oh, the same thing. So I was like, oh, fuck's sake. Oh, Don't man. send me to any of these places again. Next time I'll, I'll sort it out. You've been mugged off there. Yeah, you? definitely. Definitely. In, in Kyra. In Kyra, oh. Kyra is, is rough. lots of shitholes. That's where Sean lives. So it uh, explains a lot. Um, <laughs> it's probably Sean's so, house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Paul, why not use... Because, Matt, I'll get, to, I'll get to you in a minute with the... Like I said, I saw you using a, a baby carrier the other day. So, Paul, why didn't you use it? Because from someone outside looking in, it seems like a baby carrier is, is vital and is a no-brainer because you can carry a baby and yeah. be completely hands-free, right? It's hands-free baby carrier. It's like, that seems like, why would you not use that? We did on Ivy. And yeah, well, like I said, we got this thing and we just didn't just, didn't just, quite, we just didn't quite get on with it. I don't know. Okay. Well, because it probably was fucking a mess. Yeah. Probably probably covered in crack cocaine, probably. It's a waste, waste of 18 pounds. Oh, mate. 18 but, uh, quid. <laughs> Boy, you're still tapping about it now. <laughs> Literally seven years later, Paul's still like, fucking 18 pounds. <laughs> Um, yeah, but then, uh, yeah, so we did, didn't then, then with Dylan, with Ivy, we did. So we had, um, like a, when she was younger, we used like a sling style carrier. Okay. Um, although I, I didn't use that. So I just didn't feel, I, 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 did, I didn't like it. It's just, 
felt to me not safe. And I'm useless with things like that. I was like, I'm not putting it on because if I put it on wrong, she's going to fall. Yeah, I always felt like that. she's going to fall. So like I wore it in the house a couple of times with her in to try and try and get used to it, but I wouldn't, wouldn't wear it out. There's nothing to do with like masculinity or anything like that. It was just, I didn't feel it was secure because these slings, mm. it was basically like a long scarf. So it didn't come with any instructions. You have to tie it in a like specific way. Yeah. So I do, you know, I just like, you can't, can't trust me with that. Oh my God. So, that sounds ridiculous. So, yes. Well, you just YouTube and you had this thing together. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, mate, that is not, I don't want anything to do with that. There's like three different ways you could tie it to position the baby in a different, different place. Um, but like, you know, Kat tried to show me, but it's just we're wrapping this thing all over the place. I was like, no, it's fine. You can do that. Yeah. There's no and then way when she was, when she was, when she was a little bit bigger, we got one of like the, like prop, like the ones you stick on your back. And okay. put the baby in. So you, we, I use that all the time. So much easier. Like when we were going out places, if we're going for, for walks or whatever, especially having Dylan as well, like a, another sort of small child to, to look after. It's good to not be pushing a pram and yeah, have your, have your hands free. Through with the research I did, most people say just don't bother with a sling and just get a baby carrier. Um, because of the same kind of the same reasons you've just mentioned. So Matt, so um, so I saw you. You looked very confident with Phoebe and a baby carrier on Instagram the other day. So I obviously know you. You use them. So is there anything to consider when you're choosing a a baby carrier, or are they all kind of just the same? And and do you think you know from are they are they worth it? I tried it on right because um, we at Nick used the baby carrier on Erin quite a bit, but I flat. Because I'm not going to lie, I'm scared shitless of them. Um, and that boils down to, right, when I when I was working in the Capital Centre in Cardiff, the, and it's stuck with me ever since, so this is like 15-odd years ago, there was a guy who had a baby carrier, and he had his, his kid in the front, and he tripped on the stairs, and he fell. Bang, he fell like oh six, God. seven steps do you remember the old capital center when you used to walk down through virgin mega stores no yeah i know stairs. i remember the stairs yeah yeah and he fell he fell from like halfway like and spiral around in front. yeah yeah and he fell from like halfway down like tripped i don't know how he tripped but he tripped and he fell flat forward and his baby and he like and his bit landed on his baby right and the fucking scream and i scared the shit out of me ever since so Nick would take Erin out in, in this carrier thing and I wouldn't do it. And I was like, no, nah, I'll take mm. a pram. I, I don't, don't bother me. But like Nick really, um, Nick really enjoyed it. But like the sling going back to the sling thing is the biggest waste of fucking money. It's ridiculous. Like I tried it on once and I looked like a council house monk with this fucking thing wrapped around me. It's stupid. And like Nick tried it for like a day, like tried to like going around the house, cleaning with the baby and stuff like that. Nah, what a load of shit that is. And they're expensive, man. I will say cat, cat loved hers though. I fucking, it was a piece of shit. Sorry, but I, I just didn't like it at all. <laughs> but like the baby carrier, it's, it's completely up to you. Like we'll give you our one. 
like we bought ours second hand but it's not comfortable like it straps up the side of your legs so you got like a man like a right. jock strap uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but like but, well, like, um, bench, like if like you um it like makes you do a, a, a wall climb is it like like what any when you wear uh, when you do like a, uh, if you've ever gone rock climbing like that yeah man it like pushes everything so forward and it yeah and it hides and it and it does hide your belly but like i i wouldn't go outside i do it in the house but i would not go outside because of that uh, i would not see, do it with, it's a, it, uh, okay see with with ours obviously because we had the sling when ivy was like younger so when we by the time we went to like a carrier it was one of the kind of bigger ones, so it, you only wore it on your back. You couldn't have it like front facing, so you have to be a bit older. Ah, uh, right, okay. Older to go in it, so it doesn't have all that stuff up your leg. It's got like, uh, you know, it's like goes on like a like a rucksack, and it's got a strap across your chest and a strap like kind of on your on your stomach. Is the one with a metal bar on the back? Um, yeah, it kind of like opens out for them to go in essentially. Um, so yeah, it's got like a metal bar at the top and at the at the bottom, so like it like you know it stands up. When you put it down. No, I think yeah, I think I've seen one of them. Yeah, that was really good. Also, good resale value. <laughs> it's just sold that for hundred quid. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to th- think now, Paul. What's the resale value? That's what I'll think about. Because <laughs> um, because I got to think about it, right soon, not so long. I'm gonna start thinking about buying baby stuff, right? So so I'm gonna do that episode when a little when that's a little bit more prevalent for me because I'm gonna have to start buying stuff. So um. But yeah, the we want to get, value get a few more, few more subscribers by then. Might get a freebie. Who knows? Who knows? Right? Yeah. Um, so if you're listening, I'm, I'm more than willing to try shit out. I'm more than willing to risk my my unborn child on some random Chinese brands from Wish. Oh, you need to you need to have a word with Andy. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of those product review stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> Andy. And if you're listening, um, Stellar so, Artois, Stellar Artois. <laughs> so there's a few things to think about uh, when you're buying a baby carrier. So again, here's when we have some genuine consumer advice, all from um, the Expecting Dad Survival Guide by Ross Kemp. What? So, Ross Kemp. <laughs> uh, Ross Kemp. Right? No, Ross. We've been over this before. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So, so what what are the things what are the things you gotta think about then when you're buying uh a, a baby car? I'll go to you, Paul. What do you think are the, the things you should the main things you should do or think about when you're buying one? Well if you're going for for one of the the ones we went for, so when they're 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 a bit older. I can't remember what age it started from, to be honest. I think it was one. Uh so when they they were twelve months, I think, because you had to wait till they could go in the the bigger one that goes on your back. Um, I I would say you want to think of the weight of the thing because you know you're obviously going to add the baby's weight to that, and you're going to be carrying on your back for you know if you're going to bother putting it putting the baby in that, you're likely going to be out for a while. So I think about the weight um, and also uh, storage. So the one we had was really useful. So like at, at the bottom, I had, had like a uh, like a zip pocket on the back that you could fit quite a lot of stuff in. So you know there was there was room enough in there to fit um, some spare spare nappies, spare clothes, pack of wet wipes, and, and a few snacks. Always with the snacks. Not for me. <laughs> no, not for you, Paul. Not for me. <laughs> we just like a few cans. Few cans. Yeah, yeah, but Paul would have his both hands out for his ice creams. He'd be there with his ice creams, <laughs> hidden in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> That is another benefit, but it's also 
a slight hazard because if you're going to have something like that on the move, which happened to me loads of times with Ivy, if she's eating a snack and most of it's in my hair. Ah, uh, so, yeah, yeah, I bet, yeah. She said behind you. Yeah. <laughs> she's basically using the top of your head as a plate. So no, cu- so no custards, <laughs> cream, yogurt. Got, got old spot coming on the back. Yeah, nothing yeah, wet. God forbid she uses a knife and fork. Jesus. Um, so what about head support? Because is that important, I guess? Like, because depending on how young they are, because I guess, Paul, you probably use them a little bit older. But Matt, you're, you're using, um, you know, Phoebe's really young. So something they say um, is to make sure that the, the baby's head is supported. But obviously, if, they, if they're in front of you, most of the time the head will be laying on you, I guess, right? But um, yeah. that's obviously, obviously something you need to be conscious of. Um, yeah when you buy did either of you because something they advise is you should try before you buy obviously paul i can't imagine you were in that crackhead's living room <laughs> trying the i wasn't uh, asking about the, the return policy <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just walking around the living room doing lunges like you're trying like you're trying trainers on <laughs> so so you oh, so it said no so it says you should should try before you buy so matt did you I guess you probably didn't try that harness before you bought it, right? Uh, no, we had it given to us. Say, my my wife's really nice, so lots of people like her. So um, they gave us. They That's gave funny. her. <laughs> I'm the bastard in the relationship. Um, she, yeah, we had it. We had like a lot of stuff we bought. We had given to us or had second hand or whatever. Did either of you test drive it in the house with the baby before like you you used it so did, like obviously matt you kind of said you only really use it in the house yeah because that's the other that was kind of the last suggestion they say is like before you go on a journey like a long journey using it you know wear it around the house for half an hour and and as much as opportunity as possible have the baby in it and when you're in the house so that you get a feel for like you say paul how heavy it is how comfortable that is because matt you've said yours is is not very comfortable, so I can't imagine you'd, you'd want to oh, have not it for, for like four hours. Yeah, no. Did you do that, Paul? Did you test drive it in the house before you went on a went out? No, no. Yeah, we we did. We did wear it around the house for a bit. Before and same same with the sling. Obviously, I said I, I didn't really wear it much. I did try it in the house with Ivy and but Cat tried it with Ivy and for for you know like an hour or so before we for the first time we took it out in it, which was useful. So um. That's that's the only, so the only other stuff they say about having in the um, the the baby bag um, is obviously depending on the season, make sure you you have some things that can help. Right, so if it's hot, take a cap, take sunscreen. Um, uh, you know, ideally keep them out of the sun, but if you have to, have at least SPS fifty. Um, and then also, obviously, in the winter, take a hat, take warm clothes take a coat, things like that. That's all stuff that you know, need to think of. That That's pretty much everything, the advice they give for the baby carrier. Is there anything else that, just with your experience, that we haven't gone over, which would be included? Because, Paul, you, you kind of just listed a bunch of stuff, right? You know, snacks, things like that. Is there anything else we've missed that, yeah. that it needs to be in a baby bag? Um, I don't think there's anything else that needs to be in a baby bag, but just one thing to... Um, mention is if you are going out it is a massive massive pain in the ass to change your baby when you're not in your house <laughs> yeah okay particularly if you have to do it like in the car 
which I've had to do loads of times when they were when they were little. Like, you know, if you're on your way back to the car and you need to change the nappy or whatever, doing it in the car is a nightmare. Make sure you have an empty boot. Well, this is the thing, right? So my next question was, how do you... So funny enough, the next question was, how do you deal with the baby in the car? So that's a really interesting point. And the reason... So mine was going to be a bit more broad around, like, you know, how do you... Like, what do you do to stop shit getting on your car, right? Because cause I, I took my... A few years ago, I took my cousin's daughters out and they were a bit... They were like three and four at the time or whatever. And um, I didn't know what I was doing, right? So in the back of the car, luckily... My car had leather seats at the time. Um, and I w- we went to get them ice cream because Leah was like, wouldn't it be nice to get them ice cream? So we get them chocolate ice cream and we give it to them and they sit in the back of the car because we're stupid. So we give them chocolate ice cream. Oh. And then, then I'm driving, oh. when we're driving, and about 10 minutes later, I look at my rear view mirror and there's literally chocolate ice cream everywhere. It's all over their faces. It's all over their clothes. It's all over my back seat. And I was at the time. It was it was hilarious. It's when the like I look up in my my rearview mirror and I just I was crying laughing because there was just so much carnage with this chocolate ice cream. And I also was laughing at because obviously obviously in hindsight that was going to happen. I just give two young children <laughs> chocolate ice cream. Like one of them literally was standing there with the ice cream cone. The chocolate is falling off the ice cream cone, which is in a in a lap, right? Like and she's just looking at me like this, like what's going on? And then but they then, pick it up with their hands. Yeah, and their hands their hands are just there's just black chocolate ice cream everywhere it's hilarious but i was quite lucky right because even though they were a mess i dropped i dropped them off to their mum. i was like oh, sorry about that and i just wiped <laughs> down my car right it wasn't it wasn't too bad because because it was all leather so so yeah so how do you prepare your car because inevitably your car must just get stinking because if yeah, you're going to change no your baby in the car you're going to get shit on your car there's going to be shit on your car right yeah yeah just a wet wipe baby it's fine yeah but what if you've got fabric seats? You can't just wet white shit fabric off fabric seats. Are <laughs> well, you can? <laughs> I'm not sitting in that car ever again, man. <laughs> There's no way you can wet white shit off fabric seats. Yeah, you can. No, no. What I mean is, no, this yeah. shit. No. What I mean is forever there's oh, yeah. shit on those seats. Yeah. yeah. You just get used to it. Just get used to it. It's, yeah, it's fine. So other than other than a um that's really it's funny, I never thought about like um changing your baby when you're out. Obviously most of the time you have to do that in the car. Is there any is there a, so other than an empty boot, which also must be impossible when you have a young young child, yeah. your boot must be just be have loads of stuff in there. Yeah, so what we do mostly you, like, did it any, on the mostly did it on the like seat. Focus <laughs> on the bonnet then or something. <laughs> no, we mostly did it on the passenger seat and there's no there's no tips or easy way to do it it's just a pain in the ass like it's uncomfortable oh hurts your back God. it's not so bad when they you both you got us you had a you've got a small car as well paul you got it's not a lot of room what about you matt any tips it's worse when i'll just say sorry it's, it's even worse if it's raining so obviously you are like oh outside the car doing it like leaning in so you know it's just pissing down Massive pain in the ass, especially if they're wriggling around. You can't get a nappy back on them. And oh, again, so sounds so bad. Matt, do you have any advice or tips? Or are you literally just like just gotta power through? And... You gotta power through. But I, I, what I would say is, I would take changing, um, I would take changing a child in a boot of a car or whatever, than having a four-year-old start asking you questions when you're having a piss in the gents in the cinema. 
because <laughs> you, you're having a piss, right? And I, I took yeah. I, I took Erin like last year. I took her on my own. Like 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 dad daughter day. Right, let's go to town. Go to the cinema and like we were in the toilet and there was like three four other blokes in the toilet. So we took her in a cubicle and she had a wee, and then I'm having a wee and then she's going, Dad, why is there hair on your bits? Why is it this? Why is it this? And she's just talking questions like out loud and you th- and you're just yeah. thinking, I was like, Erin, don't touch her. Erin, get off the floor. Erin, don't pick Erin. And it's just like, right, I, I fucking... hate public toilets <laughs> with kids. <laughs> like. I was so close to just picking her up and putting her on the coat hook on the back of the door <laughs> and just going, you're fucking yeah, you like being that. in. You like, a, you like a hook. You just put him on a hook. That's what, that's <laughs> yeah. what think about. Put him on a hook. No, but it's just like... You're, you're looking around, where's a coat hanger on you, man? That's yeah. Where, where's yeah. The coat hanger? Too late now. But, um, yeah, it, it's... um, Yeah, I, it's so much... I would say it's a lot harder when they get older to change them than it is when they're babies because they just they just they're like magpies they see something shiny and they're like ooh and then their hands are touching and he's like oh for fuck's sake yeah it's a bastard what about so when and I don't know if you've done this with, with Phoebe yet but what about when someone else takes them out for the first time what's that like because that must be a little bit I don't know it might be a little bit anxious but then also you're thinking god i'm gonna have some some freedom you don't oh, really care man, like what's that like give them a bag everything is crack on <laughs> <laughs> figure it out <laughs> yes um not many not many it's like freedom <laughs> oh man yeah not many Sorry, people man. Like, that's right um not many people did like like friends or anything my mum my mum and my my aunties and stuff took her out, but like they're seasoned pros yeah. with kids and stuff. But like, if if you and Leah took Erin out when she was like two, I would just be laughing. I'd just be texting. Oh, yeah. going, <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'm sorry, Steve. I'll be honest with you. But I. <laughs> but like, uh. it, honestly, if if a friend. A friend more than a member of the family. If a friend offered to take any of the kids out, I would be over the moon. I'd even cry. Like yeah. that is the nicest thing you can do. That is brilliant. But yeah, I would laugh. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is what I sound like you're the same, right? Just crack on. Yeah. Yeah, look at what because it's similar to Wheeler. Not you know, the only person that people that ever like took them out for any prolonged period of time was, was family. Yeah, this is one of another one of those moments where I think, God, I, I, I was not a great friend to either of you when you were babies. <laughs> <laughs> I did not help in any way whatsoever. Well, I guess it's just probably noting something you would never, never think of. To be honest, no, I wouldn't cross my mind. It's not, it's not a you normal, feel like it's you... not a normal thing, though, man. If like, like if you, it's like your kid now. If if you ask me, or can you, you know, take whatever the I don't know what we're going to call him, Tarquin. Let's say, if you said to me, like, oh, can you take so and so out, or whatever? I would, and I'd, you know, like mm. Hannah, Hannah and Ross looked after Erin for one night when she was about two, <laughs> and they had the that. worst nights. Yeah, had the worst night's sleep they've ever had in their life. But, like, I remember the photo Hannah texts Nick, and like she was like eyes <laughs> down to her fucking chin. But like, yeah, I, I. You wouldn't. Would you ask Sean? 
Well, no, I would. This this set of people I would ask <laughs> that's, for it. That's it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But like, I think no, it's but, such a night if you could do something but, like that. But yes, yeah, an interesting thing. It's 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 the same when we when we talked about a few episodes ago when we were saying about you know what people can make yourself useful. When it, when you're in someone's house when they've got a newborn, um, you're the way you're thinking is that you don't like the thought of me saying, "Oh, do you want me to take them off your hands for a couple of hours?" For me, that feels like you would be like, "No, fuck off! You're going to kill my child, right? I don't trust you." When really, <laughs> what you're think, what you would think is, "Please let me have a couple of hours break." That would be it's actually a really nice thing to do. Yeah, um, which is really fascinating, right? I think. Um, yeah, it's, I don't, it's I made think, me re- rethink how I would how I would be. Yeah, I think if you know when they're like new, new. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know, first couple of weeks, I'd be like, yeah, I don't mind take a take take him or her around the block for a walk in a pushchair. Well, I, hmm. I I don't think I would have felt comfortable, you know, handing him over for for a couple of hours. Fuck yeah, off, yeah, I'd of move. course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You come back to the house after an hour, it's like, oh, is Wheeler there? He's like, no, he's moved. Who's <laughs> Wheeler? Who's Wheeler? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, so, so yeah, so that's that's everything I wanted to go go over with um, kind of the taking your kids out and dealing with kind of the first trip and some advice when when they're out. Um, is there anything else you think we've, we've not touched on? Uh, no, man. I don't think so. I, guess. I mean, worth worth mentioning. A lot of places have uh, changing facilities anyway for when you are out. But men's in men's toilets as well. It's it's changed a lot. Yeah, I know. It used to be, that, you know, as I know, it's bad to say. But I used to love it when we went somewhere with Dylan, and the baby changer was in the women's toilets only. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. I would. I would. Oh, you could pay I the would. old. Oh, if. if I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know this equality nonsense, man. It's gone too far. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I don't know how other blokes coped, like say ten years ago, like taking their kid out on their own. Yeah, to be honest, I did have that. Trial. It was good when I was with Cat, but obviously when um, when Cat went back to work with Dylan. I, I was on my own a lot with him on, on weekends and yeah, going out sometimes and then you, you kind of look around and it's not, you know, it's much different now, but there were, there were many fewer places that I could have changed Dylan when I was on my own with him. Massive pain in the ass. That's mad to think, Paul, how much has changed in only like a few years, which is um quite interesting, right? Anyway, so I think we've covered everything. So thanks for that both. Uh, been a really great show again and we'll speak soon bye guys so that was episode 10 of more than leaving it in i really enjoyed that it's the first episode where we went over how having a baby impacts the everyday things like simply leaving your house And it was another eye-opening episode, to be honest. I wonder if we'll ever cover something that is actually easier than expected once you have a baby. Somehow I doubt it. If you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you're using. Then you'll be automatically notified when the next episode is out, so you don't miss anything. Thanks for listening. 
I hope you had fun and learned something along the way. Catch you next time. Thank you.